Guys, we have some breaking news we want to get to first. We knew this was coming. We told you it was going to happen. Ukraine would be totally destroyed, and the United States would then use the leftover land for its resources. And last night, we got our clearest indication that that is the case. So here's the breaking news. Reuters now reporting that Ukrainian state energy officials are now holding secret talks with Exxon, Halliburton, Chevron about opening up Ukrainian oil and gas fields to American companies. Are you paying attention to what's happening here? The United States will use Ukraine to extract oil and gas. Think Ukraine wasn't a proxy war all along using Ukraine till the last Ukrainian? This is exactly what's going on here. So instead of drilling in the United States, the Biden administration will use our 51st state called Ukraine to do our bidding. It's unbelievable. Of course, totally believable if you have a brain and you understand how the United States operates. We destabilize your country, install our own puppet government, and then take over your industrial base with our own companies. So, of course, this was always going to happen. Last week, even Citibank executives let it slip on stage, admitting that they have billions of dollars ready to deploy in Ukraine. Um, Which is certainly going to address many of the issues we've been talking about for years um, that might have kept people from putting long-term capital into Ukraine. So I think that you said at the very beginning, Secretary, that we have to, you know, we have to we, we have to win this war. We have to get this resolved. So they're just chomping at the bit, ready to go. Meanwhile, what Putin and China are doing is even bigger than anyone reported before. And the West is in massive trouble, and it will affect all of us, from food prices to the dollars in our bank accounts and how we even heat our homes. We're seeing food shortages on the rise once again. I'll show you those numbers in a moment. So this is big. We're learning a lot of new details this week over what agreements Russia and China just put in place a few weeks ago when Xi Jinping was in Moscow, and militarily how they're aligning themselves to protect those new agreements. We'll get into those details in a moment. We've got a lot of new data to go over, a lot of things moving us towards the Great Reset. I see the need for a Great Reset. But first, you'll be able to tell your kids where you were when the global world order was changed forever and how all of it was self-inflicted. These are self-inflicted wounds. Western leaders were well aware that their energy policies and sanctions against Russia were ill-fated from the beginning. You all have brains. You're smart people. Imagine if you were in those meetings for a moment. Let's just role play for a second. And they said, John, Let's pretend your name is John. John, here's our plan. We want you to approve this plan. Here's what we're going to do. We produce none of our own energy here in Europe. You know that, John. So here's what we came up with. The United States called us up on the phone, and they said, we're going to blow up your Nord Stream pipeline, which delivers cheap natural gas from Russia to Europe. Now, when it blows up, we will be forced to buy natural gas at five times the price from America. So that's part one of the plan. We really like that part of the plan. Uh, the next part of our plan, John, are you, John, are you paying attention so far? It's a really good plan so far, John, don't you think? Okay, the next part of the plan will make Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum very happy. We want to make those guys happy. The next part is really going to be good. We're going to turn off and shut down all of our nuclear power plants, throwing Europe into an energy black hole. Now, John, we've worked really hard on this plan. What do you think about it? Can you imagine? But this is what these idiots came up with. And now Europe is facing an energy black hole because winter is only eight months away and they've used up all of their backup supplies. They've known this was going to happen. And yet this week, Germany did the unthinkable. It officially shut down three remaining nuclear power plants. It, gone, done. They've lost their minds. I said to my wife this week, I said, can you believe they're actually doing this? 
She said, I know, it sounds absolutely insane. So shutting down nuclear power plants will reduce the overall capacity of energy production, leading to an energy deficit in Europe. Again, self-inflicted. If this was all happening in a vacuum, that would be one thing, but it's not. This week, we learned a lot about what China and Russia are doing simultaneously that signals a game-changing moment for the Western Power Alliance. First, we learned that Russian oil and gas exports that were once designated for Europe, this is 3.5 million barrels per day, have all been diverted now to the east. 3 million barrels, completely rerouted, sold to China, India, Japan, and other countries. That's right. Japan saying, hey, United States... Thanks for telling us what to do for the past 80 years after World War II, but we're going to partner with Russia on this one. Yeah, they're giving us some nice discounts, so back off, Uncle Sam. And this week for the first time, Pakistan now buying Russian oil. These agreements that Russia is making in the Middle East have broad implications. These Middle Eastern countries that the United States has been destabilizing for years now partnering with Russia and China for protection. It's almost like mafia protection. This week, we once again saw American food prices surging up. Food shortages continuing across the United States. Let me know in the comments below how much are you paying for just basic staples, meat, eggs, cheese, those types of things. And the thefts are also on the rise. Many retailers now putting their items under lock and key. Take a look at this Target store in San Francisco, California. Everything now behind a lock and key. Well, America has a crunched supply chain. Russia and China are expanding. We learned this week that China and Russia are speeding up their Arctic trade route production. This includes the East Siberia Pacific Ocean Pipeline. Thanks to Western sanctions, Western countries pulled their funding for these pipelines and their support for the two major Russian Arctic energy projects. The Western companies were like, that, we're out of here. These are massive natural gas projects that aim to produce 2.3 million barrels per day. So who filled that vacuum? China. China has now officially joined these projects in the Arctic with Russia. Most notably, major partnerships on the pipeline delivering oil and gas to China from Russia. I bet the Nord Stream bombing team is already figuring out how to bomb this one. The first pipeline has already given way to a second planned Russia and China pipeline. And now many of these BRICS nations are moving away from the U.S. dollar as the currency to settle these transactions. They will have tremendous control to set their own prices based on their own oil and gas numbers not the Europeans or the United States energy prices. A brand new market that other countries like Mexico are clamoring to become a part of. Many experts believe the next major war won't be fought on land at all. No, it'll be fought in the Arctic Circle. Why? Well, what most people don't know is, because Russia doesn't really talk about this, is what Russia is doing in the Arctic. Now, you've all heard about China's Belt and Road Initiative, which creates shipping lanes and rail infrastructure and trade routes through Asia, the Middle East, Indochina. But what you might not have heard about is Russia's Arctic Road which is virtually doing the same thing, removing dependence on the Suez Canal, the Panama Canal, and they're doing it with the help of China now. What I can tell you is the United States is behind. We're behind all the other Arctic nations. They, are, they have dealt with this. They've gotten way ahead of us. The Russians made it a strategic priority. Even the Chinese are building ice-breaking tankers. Now, why are they building icebreakers? We're way behind. We learned that among the agreements China signed with Russia a few weeks ago were major military and trade agreements for the North Arctic shipping lanes. The new trade route through the Northwest Passage will take 25% of the time that it would normally take to travel through the Suez Canal or the Panama Canal, shaving 25% off that time. If Russia adds the Arctic area to the Russian territory, they will have their hand on roughly 16% of the world's untapped oil and 30% of the world's undiscovered natural gas that lies beneath the Arctic Ocean. 
Why do you think Norway, Finland, and Denmark are becoming increasingly hostile to Russia? It's not about Ukraine. It's about the Arctic. This week, Norway booted out 15 Russian diplomats. Russia said they will respond. Norway supplied the boats and airplanes and a lot of the planning that helped blow up the Nord Stream pipeline. War is coming to the Arctic Circle. These agreements between Russia and China are forever changing the power dynamic. If we see war in the Arctic in the next few years, you'll know exactly why. So that's the news update part of today's video. Now